Oh, oh good, it's well. both of them this time. It is 526-2021, season one recap ending first impressions, oh my god. Uh, quick, judge and grade me. I'm going to grade you initially on saying the weirdest order of months, or date. Jeez, month, day, year's the worst. No joke, I'm changing it for season two, because when you put month, day, year in like the folders when they automatically sort themselves and stuff it gets really fucking janky when you change over years year month day come on that's it's an ISO standard for a reason I will nod like I know exactly what you're talking about I know what they're talking about but I don't count that as being something great he once graded as as the storyteller not yeah. as a file keeper I'm a terrible file keeper. Well, I will give I mean, you an A minus. Part that's part of it. A minus. A minus is your grade. Oh man! Because you always you, you still have that whole like oh you're gonna make me name them, so I have to come up with names. <laughs> I pass some of that responsibility off on other people. Yeah. This time. Well, my biggest problem is I just make up names randomly for people, and then you have to remember them <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw we found Jimmy's last name of Walton. Walton. Yes. I'm going to go on your character sheet. I already had it. James nice. Jimmy Walton. Walmart heir. Is that what yeah. it is? The lost heir to Walmart. The Walmart fortune. That's fantastic. If Jimmy didn't have the embrace, he would have he would have all those Walmart dollars now. No, that's see, that's why he got embraced is because they knew that he would blow the entire fortune. <laughs> so they pulled strings. <laughs> wow. I graded you. I'm done. <laughs> and I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, I will I'll echo the A minus. Um the bright spots have been the story has been great. Uh, I'm hoping that we are being as entertaining to you and to the audience as you are entertaining to us. I've not had any issues with any story beats. Uh, I think the twists and the turns that have been thrown in have been great. And I think the, I think the drawbacks at this time would be kind of like a lack of direction at first, but I think part of that was also our fault because we just like, in, instead of pulling it at, at a single thread, we just put the entire like ball of threads into a jar with bees, shook it up, and then threw it at a wall. Yeah, the bees don't like that too much. No, no, they do not. We also were trying to converge two different storylines at once which is never an easy thing. Uh, so I don't really have a problem with that, with the everything's just happening at once. Uh, that's typically how I GM. I just have like three or four storylines happening at once. So where, sorry, I like that where I, you kind of just don't know what's happening next between, you know, plot. Oh, that was loud. Uh, between. You right there? Yeah. Uh, Nova was just grabbing stuff and it fell. I told her we were done recording, so... No, she's good. I just... All of a sudden, you know, something crashes in the background of a house of somebody that's got small kids. It's like, uh uh-oh. Oh, just a tin can. Empty one. Um, Yeah, so just having the, you know, A, B, C, and D plots all just causing problems all at the same time. I personally enjoy... Uh, it's just a little hard to keep track of who's who sometimes. But, I mean, that's not too bad. Um, my biggest complaint would be probably more to do with me. Because I feel like I get on stupid tangents and you don't shut me up. Right, for like pacing. Like, the reason we didn't get Elysium done in one night is because I was making a stupid fuss about, uh, Coco and Jade stuff. Well, part of that was, was really important because, you know, you assaulted Coco at one time. That's true. So, um, 
we'll see how it shakes out. But there was a lot of stuff to cover. Like I, I had the list of stuff that I wanted to have happen. It was like seven or eight things on it without the things that I didn't tell you about that I put on the list. So there was a lot. Um, it would need to be real rapid fire to just kind of get through. And I don't want, you know, an entire session of me just spouting exposition, even though some of it was kind of like that. Yeah. I didn't mind the exposition so much. It seemed weird coming from you because you never play two NPCs at the same time, like at the I, same place. I do kind of hate doing it. Yeah. I think every GM kind of does. I dislike putting on puppet shows, but this is kind of a big deal. There's a lot of moving parts here. Um, I think it would have been nice to have Abishai pop in if it was possible for the thing he spurts out i will potentially see about getting a hold of him to to dub the lines over for the actual release yeah i figured you would but uh it's his his schedule is garbage in addition to that uh hi because i know you're listening to this uh sometimes your mic quality really sucks yeah that's yeah, yeah Abishai, is, Abishai has issues with mic quality, so I think the thing to do is, now that we've got what BAMP said, is we write it out as a script and we have him run through it a couple times or do a local record so that we don't have to deal with a mic issue. Of course, now that we've done the Nitro thing, we might have better quality from him. It's something to test out. It is something to test out. Uh, uh, most of that was his script, actually, that he had written up. Oh, fabulous. He's already got it, so then it'll be easy. Yeah, it'll just be a t- changing a few things here and there, but uh, I would not be surprised if within a week he has it to us anyway, because that's the kind of guy he is, and it's say thank you to Psychotron for helping out with all the stuff that he does to help out. Thanks, Psychotron. You're thank great. You. He always gives good feedback, too. Yeah, and like even just the simple things of maintaining the... Mm-hmm. Scabbard, the, the Wikipedia-ish thing, uh, is a big help. Um, cool, Coco, judge me. Um, lots of twists and turns, tons of fun. I'm always surprised how you can like connect things that shouldn't seem to be connected and very schemy. And I'm gonna say a b plus because you always talk about how lazy you are and that just is sad so taking points away for that taking points away for laziness wow yes for your admittance of laziness you could fake it and then maybe next time you'll get a better grade that's fair uh you guys have all been great there have been so many little things like uh Jeep wasn't here, and I don't know if Coco was still here at that time when I talked about it, but like Donnie was a nice little addition that came off of a bad role that I've mentioned in other discords when it's like, yeah, you know, just fucking talk to your players, work with them on coming up with things that happen when things need to happen. And then Donnie retroactively got added into the Bradley Kelly Coco story because he was the source of the drugs that they were going to go sell the night that she got embraced. And now he comes back up because in season two, he's going to be selling drugs and sex out of your mall. Because he wants his money for his drugs that you guys then sold. But he doesn't just want, you know, you guys to hand him a pile of money. He wants his money and he's going to get his money. I don't know who this person is. You do not. You are still alive at this time. Fucking Donovan, the worst. Yeah, he's a apparently a rival of Jimmy's that Jimmy saw in a bar when they were looking for uh, Mr. Kelly. And yep. since he screwed up his role, he like, I'm going to go fight that guy. When and then the guy before Jimmy said, Hey, let's keep this on the down low. And he goes, Donovan, pow. <laughs> it's just, yeah, just fist fights. It's like, well, so much for keeping it, keeping it on the quiet. Um, there have been a lot of little things that everybody has done to help push the story along, which is great because I don't have to do all of the heavy lifting. You guys made up a bunch of NPCs. We've established 
things between them that you know is part of what the game tells you to do but things like letting summer go is just like here you go here's another hook for somebody that is relevant to the coterie that things will happen and be interesting for in relationship to the coterie and then there was uh poor jade you got to come in real heavy there at the end it's not poor jade it's like she's gonna be rescued yay yay yeah just to live eternally enslaved to you that's fine or at least until you get got and then you know she's maybe bought by somebody else or you know maybe follow jimmy's idea of having free ghouls I think yeah, it's hilarious. Literally nobody's going to be following Jimmy's idea of free ghouls. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Okay, so over the past few recordings, is there anything you guys want questions or have questions that you want answered on? That I can presumably give answers that are not season two stuff. I mean, I have no clue what's in that book. And I kind of want to know, but Jimmy doesn't. Mm-hmm. I I know what's in that book. Yeah. Oh, did we really never tell them what was in that book? No, we never told know. them what was in the no book. No idea what's, what's in the book. book? Oh, oh, shit. I thought that they... No. I thought that no. they come up. We kept it from them IC and OOC. There is no... Uh, and, and Psychotron wasn't talking either. That's so good. See, that's why I love you guys. Because I did not realize I had gone this whole time thinking that Art had found out the contents of the book while we were in like a normal recording, not in one of the solo recordings. That's so good. So good. But it it was like a duo recording or whatever, right? When you handed it over to her, or was that on your own too? I know I wasn't there. No, Jimmy wasn't there, but was it it a Missy and art recording? It was, no, it was, it was, uh, Missy. It was art. And it was Coco. And or was it? Shit, now I don't remember. But at no, the I, very I, because I Art went off on his own to hand over the book. But he never said what was in the book. He just called it the book. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I have no yeah. idea. I mean, I have no idea what's in that book. I don't know what's why it's so important. I don't know anything about the book. It was uh, out of character. You would know that it is the book that... You found it the very first yeah, recording. But I don't know what's in it. I don't know what, what's so great of what's so important about this book. It is the last will and testament of the previous prince of the city, Samuel Cartwright. And it includes uh his desires for his uh for his child and the disposition for the city. So basically Am, am I okay to say all this? Uh Yes, because it's all so far arts knowledge, and this is all, this will be a behind the scenes thing. Okay, all up on Patreon. So, um, um, so the the last will and testament of the previous prince of the city, and there's some other stuff that I need to investigate later. Uh, said that his child will undertake the same journey that he did, which was be given a sum of money, be exiled from the city, and they have to make their own way in a new city. So, previous prince disappears. She takes over as prince. She's supposed to be yeeted off into another city with a wad of cash. And then whoever whoever the Camarilla decides is the next prince gets to step in. Oh, okay. Okay. But that's not the book that was given to the prince. Because Art made a new book. Because Art made a new book. He got caught in a small lie to hide a bigger lie. So he is very easily able to say, yes, that book that you have in your possession is the only copy of it in the entire city. Because it was made specifically for the prince. And what does that one say? Or is that still a secret? Is it a secret? I, I don't know. I don't. This is all stuff Art knows. Okay. So the book that was handed off, uh, it is this. It is a last will and testament, but 
it states that the the Camarilla will lose all claim to the city and it returns to full anarch control on the death or disappearance of Cartwright. Wasn't Cartwright anti-anarch? He was the one who negotiated a settlement with the barons of the city. So uh, that was that was the current prince. The previous the prince, prince Cartwright was like super iron fist pro Camarilla, which because he was so anti personal freedom, like so about the rules and the traditions and stuff, which he was kind of made everybody a little pissed off, and thus you know, anarchs. So his ruling with an iron fang created the current situation that you are you are in when he disappeared of mysterious circumstances. Yes, mysterious circumstances, which we'll find out about in season two, won't we? Uh, maybe we'll see what you guys get up to. Oh, it's there's a couple things I'm making a priority now that you reminded me of them. <laughs> Well, that's good. Um, as I believe we have mentioned before, Coco had refunded points that she spent in character creation on Ricky once Ricky was dead on getting back, uh, uh, getting back Jade. So that was kind of a foregone conclusion. It's just whether or not other complications would come along with it by giving up boons, or if you just wanted to pull, uh, pull the prince and be like, yep. Which you then did, so you're off the hook for some other shenanigans down the line. Nuts. Shenanigans. Yeah. Nothing quite like getting asked to paint on top of somebody else's property that doesn't want you painting there for somebody else that you owe. That's that's what graffiti is about. Right, that's kind of like my thing. Yeah, but then it's like, oh... You're the one that did it. I don't care about the person who made you did it. You're the one that did it. So now you've pissed off, you know, a third per- third party. Um, it's art, sweetie. Look it up. Right. <laughs> um, are there other questions or comments about the things that have happened at Elysium before I start talking about some stuff? Um, aside from. Apishai. Yeah. Uh, not sure what's going to happen with that. Well, that's going to be found I, out in season two. That's a lie. There is a small thing that's going to happen with that that isn't relevant to the thing Jimmy was mentioning before we started recording this was that because of his antics, Abishai will be losing territory, which will then be giving to the four of you, which will include a karaoke bar. <laughs> yes. So... You know, you talk shit to the prince in the middle of everybody. She can't let that stand. She's got to, you know, do something about it. So he's going to territory. You guys are gaining territory. Or not somebody else does anything about it. Well, we'll see. Maybe. So much karaoke. Ugh. You should be happy, though. This way he doesn't put it in the mall. Yeah, it's probably going to be far enough away that Jimmy's going to be fixing up his car and driving over. Maybe. Totally designed you a little karaoke spot that was, like, soundproofed, but that's fine if you're if you're The booth that they set up in the mall. Yeah, like, you can make your own videos. Well, it's like a green screen thing. That sounds wonderfully, like, 80s nonsense in the background. So William Shatner sings Rocket Man booth. Ugh. You're Terrible. welcome. You like, you know, fly like an eagle while there's like a flying sky Eagles. in the background. Yeah, eagles. Yeah, you know, that really horrible uh, '80s '90s green screen where you can really see the outline of the person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then I will start talking about some things. If you guys got nothing else you want to ask about. Ask your questions, Bridgekeeper. I'm not afraid. Jupe, how are you feeling, or how is Missy feeling about the position I dropped in her lap? 
Oh, she has no idea the, the ramifications of what she's just agreed to at all, but she thinks she's going to stick it to Jimmy somehow with this. Because of his I did see, free Calvin thing. I did see that uh, Art mentioned steepling of fingers in the chat when it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think when Art finds out, is Art what's Art's thoughts on the situation going to be? Um... Excellent. <laughs> did you read what the Herald does off the wiki page? Yes, I did. I did. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I read it as soon as you posted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Prince Phillips has never really had a Herald because she did not really have a lot of need to communicate across the entire city because it's just like, all right, you know, the barons are minding your own business. But, you know, the Camarilla section is me, and I have Carol, and I have the sheriff, and there are people to, to dis- disseminate the information that I need disseminated. Uh, but now, it's like, all right, you want to prove that you are worthwhile to kindred society? Let's fucking make you prove it. So she gave you a a job that will have you out and about interacting with most members of kindred society in the city. Yes. And if we're going to have a a length of time, fast forward for season two montage and everything, I think I'm going to talk to Mondo about new artwork. We'll see. You look different. I am down for this. Um, I could probably also be down for new art for everybody. If that's, Oh, I was going to, I was going to cover the cost. I know. I wasn't expecting anybody, you to do it. I, I don't think art's going to change too much about what he's already doing here. Sure. Um, we can also sit down and have a conversation about what this means for Missy, because the prince is happy to offer you like an apartment more centralized in the city so that she has easier access to you, which, if you want, could bring Calvin along. Oh, I'm hoping I win my bid and I have my new bodyguard with me. You want Keith? I should have some protector, and Keith is great. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) If you want Keith, that can be something to to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want Keith. No, no, no. No, because Jimmy tried to take my one away, so what did I do? I went and I got another one, so now I have two. Try to take them away now. (laughs) <laughs> I both love and hate this. It's going to be wonderful. Cool. We'll sit down and we'll have a conversation about Keith and what that means and all of that stuff. Okay. Um, Art, she almost dropped Scourge in your lap. Mm-hmm. I believe are it. You, are you familiar with that? The Scourge is basically what? the uh, Where the... Where the the sheriff is the uh, law enforcement. Scourge is basically central intelligence. Uh, less central intelligence, more assassin. More this person needs to be removed, and as such, you know, you are given carte blanche to make sure that that happens. That would have been interesting. It would have been difficult because. Art has almost no ability to kill somebody other than what he usually does. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't have no ability to kill somebody. He has no ability to kill somebody in, like, a fist fight. Sure. Which, you know, sure, you can fist fight people. Or, you know, there's a rash of explosions, uh, faulty gas lines just throughout the entire city. It's It's the damnedest thing. Sounds unfortunate. Sounds unfortunate. Um, yeah, he's basically Jimmy, get, doing that on a God. contract basis. Yeah. So I'm happy to let you spend XP or whatever on herd or uh, as you are get getting occasional phone calls to help with body disposal. Yeah, I'll be doing that. Um, I am also happy because now there's like uh 
the Lasombra in the city, there is someone that can give access to Oblivion. So I think I'm pretty happy to let you pick up the there's the Ashes to Ashes power that was in Oh yes. That, yes. And, um so part of the the montage to season two, um maybe an interaction with her, especially if you're trying to find out more information about Dawn, um where she can let you, you know, have a little nip. A little little sip of the old vitae. Excellent. Uh one of the things that I would like a and I think for the montages, what I'll do is I'll just have you guys like write up a small script for as your characters see it to just like, you know, camera cuts in, sees you and whoever interacting and then moves on um, like a montage. Uh, something between Art and Raven about him teaching her how to obfuscate. Okay. Because I can't imagine that going wrong. No. Uh fuck else happened um i will assume that none of the barons are going to stand in the way of jimmy declaring himself baron i don't um, know after abishai pulled that shit well, well so there's four barons and the prince and the prince has already said that she would vote for you so it's like you only need to convince two of those um and Jimmy will at least be on friendly terms with that one Tremere. Do you think that Jimmy brings everybody to hand over that information to the Tremere? Uh, well, no, Jimmy's going to... He's going to make Art do it? No. Okay, good. My plan was <laughs> Jimmy doesn't want Art to know what he's doing. Okay. So Jimmy asks Art to see if you know, Jimmy needs to practice being with his technology, right? Uh-huh. So Jimmy's going to ask Art to send Jimmy the picture. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's going to send that picture to the sheriff in quotes and instead send it to the doctor. This is this is hilarious to me. No, Art will absolutely play along with this because... We already talked about Jimmy giving the information to the Tremere. We talked about it last recording. Did we? Yes. Oh, okay. We totally did. That's why. Uh, that's why our last uh, last recording session uh, kind of uh, waffled on getting the information of the sheriff that night. It's like, yeah, give me a couple of days. I got something for you. Because he was going to uh, give it to the sheriff only after the Tremere had gotten the information. So when the prince goes racing over to the Tremere, they've got the stuff ready to go. Everybody looks good. You will be happy to know that the date that I had in mind was November the 5th for his little party. Fabulous. Because, you know, you got to remember the 5th of November. Um. The shovelhead trees and plot. Exactly. Uh, well, I, like I couldn't make it too far off of a date, and it was already like the first of the month. So I thought about doing like the twenty first or something, but I was like, it's uh, too long. Um, yeah. So that message I was going to have Jimmy also say that he's going to wait three days before he tells the sheriff, and by then she'll be handled. Yeah. Um, Coco. Elizabeth is your pseudo-sister. Yeah, from like 50 years ago. What she want to talk to me yeah. about? We're going to like bond well, and stuff? Well, she is gangrel. She can teach you gangrel things. Does she have cool eyeballs like me? She does not, because in between siring her and siring you, I feel like there's been at least one or two Diableries that drops her generation. So as her blood became more potent as a sire, uh, aspects uh, carried over. That should be interesting. I can't wait to see how this goes wonderfully like right in every single way. (laughs) You know, she like 
because her embrace is very similar to yours, only she had to dig herself out from in a pit. So, good parenting, right? Um, I expect nothing less at this point. My vampire mommy was kind of like, she was she was tough. Yeah, it's tough love. Um, I know I mentioned it on the campaign diary that I think we recorded. I don't know if Coco was still here then. Uh, Summer will come back around the mall sometime in like six months. To are you trying to tell me the um the Heidi fake the stuff that's upcoming that I told you I did not want to hear? You're no, getting this around will, that right now. This will be part of the montage that I will ask you guys to come up with uh, reactions based upon your characters. That's something we're actually going to play out. Um. Because over the next six months, like right, she has to learn how to vampire, uh, and feeding. I don't all think she needs to learn. Like she's clearly really good at it, right, guys? So, <laughs> she's better than some people. Although you are really good at murder, so um, part of the Ventru clan bane, their curse is that they can only feed off of a certain type of people, a certain type of people that will happen to exist in, uh, in in and around your area. It'll be people who are poor. So, like, the drug addicts that float around the mall and the surrounding areas that they live in, like, low-income Section 8 housing. So she will come down to hang out by you guys and uh, specifically a conversation with Art about, like, I appreciate me. Wait, say that again because you broke up. Uh, she will specifically come down to, to have a conversation with Art and kind of the rest of you. Art, because you know, thanks for not killing me. Uh, and she'll want to have like a quick conversation with Coco about like, hey, uh, was kind of fucked, right? Given the whole like you feeding her thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure Coco will be like totally fine with all of that because she's already worried that um, she's like gonna be mad at her and super hate her. But no, it's totally not Coco's fault, right? It's Carol's fault. It's Carol's fault. Carol did this, not me. Yeah, and that can be part of the little montage because she's gonna want to be like, look, we were both in a shitty situation, and try like basically try to like bury that hatchet before it's like oh god here we are ten years down the line and all of a sudden Coco's stabbing me in the back over some imagined slight from when I was still breathing. So that's something to to consider thinking about how how that conversation might go and how they uh, how they respond to that. Uh, the Lasombra and her, her Winifred and Dawn will swing by the mall at some point as they were invited to do. Just to kind of give it the look-see. Meet the Barons. Probably, I imagine, when Bar- when Jimmy gets his official... And this might be a good uh, a good starting first session for Season 2. Might be like a party that Jimmy is throwing as he is now officially Baron within the domain. Yeah, sounds good. I look forward to the terrible 80s setup you come up with. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to have Coco recreate some 80s movie. Grease. No, because that's... <laughs> Grease, Grease was much earlier. Um, I'm thinking, what was it? Is it... There's a John Hughes movie where there's a like a ball, like a, not, like a school dance. 16 Candles? I think 16 Candles, that's what I was thinking. With Ducky and... Uh, Oh no, that's pretty in pink. That's pretty in pink. pink. Okay, so whatever that looked like, it's probably what'll get set up. And if the mall can't look like that, then we'll just, you know, rent out a high school. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ew! I have to watch that movie. Gross. I mean, you could you could rent out any kind of building to have that party, but that'll probably be. I feel like that makes a good opening situation to season two is the party. Uh, they will show up and uh, 
things. I mean, you could even like clear out one of the end cap stores to the mall and just like before construction begins on whatever you're going to turn it into, uh, do stuff with it. Yeah. Uh, how many XP points do non Cocos have? Well, a good question. I already closed roll 20. Total experience is 30. 30. Okay. Um, cause I'm thinking, I feel like 10 is probably good for everybody to, the wrap up of the season. I know I don't give out XP every time because the numbers and the mechanics of things isn't necessarily what we're all here for. And that'll kind of cover us over the time skip as various things are learned. Um, are we everyone so like idea. as in still non Cocos? <laughs> no, Coco, Cocos can have this 10 as well. Cocos, I can't ask for how many XP people have because you would be like, oh, I have 85 or whatever it is that you have because you ate a dude. So your number skews things. I love it how the pseudo-fledgling is the strongest. Mm-hmm. Look, there was something up with the fucking dice that night, because it was crazy. It was great. There was like five or six 100% success rolls. And it wasn't just me. No, it was everybody. And it there was something that would roll 20 that whole night. The night before, I was playing L5R, and somebody rolled a 72. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, on like exploding D10s. So you haven't given out XP in in a few sessions. So uh, this 10 probably. covers the end of Season 1 and the gap between 1 and 2? Uh, probably. There are some things like... Uh, we will have to sit down and talk about Missy and see where things... Like, we're going to need to build a sheet for Keith. And I might give Keith a couple extra XPs because he's been a ghoul for a while. Um, uh, you mentioned before another potential ghoul, or did you? Oh yeah, um, that might be. I got to figure out when the timing might be. That might be a montage piece, or that might be a uh, start of season two piece. We'll see. I'll, I'll have to think about the specifics of that. Um, but for example, with Missy taking this position, if she wants to live in this, and she probably should because she's trying to make a good impression, uh, like middle of the city apartment, that'll be a haven. That'll be a dot, probably two. Um, it'll be some status with the Camarilla, which means we need to m- maybe move around a flaw because I think you you have a status flaw that is not liked by them. Yeah. Um, you have one dot in resources, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that will probably stay at one, but with the fact that the haven is being paid for by this, by the domain, instead of having you having to pay for it, so she doesn't have a lot of walking around money, but she's got much nicer accommodations. Um, Jimmy as getting Baron. Presumably, because who knows, all four of them could vote against it, and then that's a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. Um, would probably get another dot in status and maybe a dot in fame or some other, like, don't have to spend XP on, but are conditional based upon things. Like, for as long as Missy holds that position, she has access to those dots. For as long as uh, Jimmy remains barren, he will have that extra bump to his status and or fame. Um, Coco will probably get a little like status bump. If you want to pursue the, uh, the teacher relationship with Elizabeth, there is uh, a Mala M a W L a is like a, uh, it's like a teacher or mentor of some kind. So there's the, the chance then that you could like call on her for favors or help. Um, there are some things that the coterie will get because it's now increasing in size. So you will have this other, like you have the mall. That's a 
important uh, landmark. But I believe I'm going to give you another one for taking over this piece of turf. And not every piece of turf will come with a, a landmark, but it'll be fun to have something else that is uh, that is cool and, can, and we can refer to by name, such as the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, so there will be some other air quotes temporary uh, rewards that you guys can get that you will have the option to if you want make to make them permanent to spend XP on, or you can spend your XP other places. Um, and then I should probably give the, I'll probably just give the coterie itself some dots that they can spend on things like a herd or the coterie as a whole being, uh, having some money or something. I don't remember what exactly we ended up spending the XP we were talking about the other time. Uh, so I got to sit down sometime and, make up season transitioning things. So uh, I hope you're ready to run some space for a couple weeks in a row. Yeah, it should be good. Cool. Oh man, that feels like it was a lot. It was cool. Anybody have anything else they want to add based upon everything that I just kind of laid out and talked about or just in general. Um, Yes. Uh, so the ritual I'm getting, is that going to be done during downtime? Uh, we can talk about more specifics for that because you mentioned wanting to also investigate that non-magically, I believe. Yes. So we can figure out, um, we can figure out what parts of what you're trying to figure out need to be done magically and what can be done technologically. Which to Jimmy is just a different kind of magic, but yeah. um, it'll take some time because, like, complicating matters that I know certain people may not want spoilers for. I love spoilers. I know you do, but I know Coco doesn't. Great on the back of cars. <laughs> oh fuck! Add that extra downforce. Get the extra. Yeah, got to get those MPGs or whatever. I'm fine with those. Those kinds are cool. <laughs> Um, so I'll probably put a Google Doc together where we can talk about just like things that need to be taken care of between seasons. Uh, maybe Friday. I'm gonna see what my editing gets to. Anybody got anything else they want to bring up? Nope. Thanks for letting me play with you guys. I've been having fun being a bitchy vampire. Well, maybe not bitchy, but like high maintenance. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. High maintenance vampire. Yeah, you think she's gonna chill out a good amount now that she has to, you know, keep her friend alive because they would <sighs> totally murder the fuck out of her if uh, if we're gonna talk about chilling things out. I think my accent may be chilled out in season two. <laughs> That's fine. I imagine that sucks after. Oh my god, it's fucking rough to remember how to do this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm doing an accent again for any character. Yeah, because it is. Tedious. I went from I went from Philip to Art. I'm just like I I apparently am a masochist. I love pain and terrible accents. Yeah, I'm probably actually going to do it. I'm just saying now I'm not, even though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, 14 experience that I have is nothing. Yeah, look at lore sheets. Look at merits and backgrounds. Oh. Oh, I don't. I I already have too many things to spend it on. Oh, okay. Well, uh, the uh, Oblivion Discipline is something I'm going to have to spend everything on. Oh, yeah, you want more than one dot? You want to get real into it? Um, I have to look at it again, but Ashes to Ashes, at the very least, I need to have. You know, there's a, a counterpart to that that lets you make zombies. Mm. Yes, do that. Yeah, I might have to go deeper into that then. So, um, Oblivion That's is exactly weird. what this story is missing. <laughs> yeah, zombies. Um, in the Cults of the Blood Gods, they added the Hakata, which do different things with Oblivion than the Lasombra do. Of the things they do is practice ceremonies, which are a lot like 
blood magic rituals. Except they use, you know, the abyss and uh, oblivion instead of blood sorcery. Fucking book. Cool. Um, there is a ceremony called the Gift of False Life that requires you to have ashes to ashes. And if you do have it, you you do the little magic ceremony, whatever, and you can uh, raise the number of corpses equal to your oblivion rating for the number or the number of bodies they have present, whichever is lower. Uh, the mindless the mindless corpse animation ends when it is destroyed or it concludes its task. These corpses do not defend themselves from attacks and decay as normal. It does not the ceremony does not grant them any form of immunity to the elements or time. And then it's got a little stat block here. They are absolutely garbage for doing anything. But you could, you know, drain somebody and then turn them into a zombie and make them walk out of the room or the building. And then, like, I don't know, walk into the street and get hit by a car and cover shit up that way. Yeah. Or who knows what kind of terrible things Art could find to do with a disposable zombie that's got, like, a handful of dice for things. Uh, Yeah, there's some things I can think of. But I think that's, like, 3 XP because it's a level 1 in addition to learning the power. And that might require some... uh, arcane teachings on how to do like somebody that's got some some knowledge which i do not think that winifred has i think she's just gonna be able to give you the uh access which will also come with dominate and potence at the very least uh potence you already have but dominate could give you interesting options as well indeed yeah there's a lot of options there and uh I was going to try and learn how to lie a little bit more, but I I think we're going to be going in a different direction. Zombies. And I might give you guys more XP. I gotta see what the temporary shit ends up being. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Missy, you had briefly mentioned wanting to look into magic, like blood sorcery and stuff. Is that still a thing that Missy is into or you are into? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Cool. I'll touch on it, but right now I'm leaning towards no. Right now you gotta, you gotta go talk to everybody. You gotta make all of the friends. You gotta make your introductions. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta live that high life. Yeah. Make it so Jimmy doesn't get any stupid ideas. Yeah. Myself all protected, cocooned up. Yeah, you don't have to follow Jimmy's rules if you're not living on Jimmy's turf. That's right. <sighs> Jimmy's trying to help. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's so for your that. own good. Oh, that's exactly what you said after you beat Coco. <laughs> I did it for you. It hurt me more than it hurt you. Uh-huh. Very abusive right. boyfriend. Right? Right. Hmm. Uh, That is one thing that uh, you guys are going to have to figure out how you solve is the the Coco missing persons report and her parents. So, oh, that part's easy. I've got I've got that on lock. It'll be great. Yeah. So the uh, the two of I you will. That was the Baron's problem. Uh, he doesn't live in. That's Coco's problem. That's what it yeah, it's it's a Coco problem. I've I've got a, a really easy way to solve it, and it's perfectly in character for Coco. All we have to do is call a press conference that a judge's child has gone missing, and then in the middle of this press release, this conference, in in which she's you know making this this impassioned speech, she's just gonna like walk walk right in and be like, "Hey, what's going on? I'm back from Cancun." I was sent it? you an email or whatever. I was yeah. in rehab. Yeah, I I sent you an email. We'll pull up her phone, and it'll be there. And she forgot to hit send, and then everything's fine. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing will go wrong. Yeah, we'll have you guys montage that out. It'll be great. Sure. Um, at which point, Coco, 
assuming Art's cool with it, and I don't imagine he wouldn't be cool with it, would be happy, would be able to go back into her apartment and uh, have a roommate. Oh, no, that's uh, that's Missy's apartment now. She had a deal with the prince. <laughs> like, I specifically want Coco's old apartment. <laughs> wow. Yo, I really uh, thought she was going to buy Jade. Yeah, so did I. And then, you know, then, then you happen to mention, it's like, you know, Art could tell her this. And I says, yes, but Art isn't going to tell her this. This is an important lesson. Yeah. Of course, there's a second lesson that she's about to learn is that what she's doing for Jade is not a gift. It is a terrible curse. But yeah, now we'll get the apartment thing fixed back up and questions will stop being asked of it. Uh, And then that just leaves like Jimmy and Art living at the mall. Well, Jimmy's probably going to have to move into Walter's old place. Yeah, I think after the party introduction, Jimmy's moving boxes over to his new apartment in the mall. Or not in the mall, in the complex. Yeah, the little like apartment building. Yeah. Is Art going to try and find a new place, or is he happy at the mall? He's got a lot of stuff there, so and he's got a lot of things set up that are kind of particular to his tastes, so he will likely stay. But he's also going to make absolutely sure that nobody living is going to find his their way into his haven. Unless he wants them to. Unless he wants them to. Nice. Alright then, assuming nobody has anything else, uh, I'll just go ahead and, you know, call it for the night. Now, it is that time. Yeah, it's about that time. Thank you guys for indulging me and doing everything that it is that you do to make everybody's life interesting. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope everybody listening is enjoying it as much as, if not more, than we are. Yep. Alright. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. See you in season two. Thank you. Which, you know, season two for them will probably be starting, like, next week, but hey. <laughs> season two for us will be in two weeks. Something like that. But my gosh, have we been? We haven't been playing this for a year, have we? We have. We definitely have. Yeah, it's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, let me let me pull up the folder here. The recording that I was just adding was from January or August of last year. Yeah, and I remember because we started. I thought we started like just before the lockdowns started. Our first session, session one, was March 25th, 2020. Wow. Just as the lockdowns were happening. Yep. Hmm. Crazy, right? That is very much. Doesn't feel like it. I lost a year, though, as we all did. Yeah, as we all did. Time is super. I think it was Matt Colville that said last week was last month was a really long week or something along (laughs) those lines. Last week was the longest year of my life. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, Craigs.